I'm being complimentary, okay? Oh, God. Um, so, you're about to listen to um, what was meant to be part two of how are you coping with the lockdown? Um, and we had part one recorded. And then we recorded, we recorded part two. Um, part one, part one got corrupted. Don't ask me how. <laughs> Alison, please, Ali, please. Intercepted and ruined, intercepted this amazing, I think, a very good episode. Wow, that is such a specific analogy. Wow. But you know what? It feels worse than that because when it corrupted, honestly, because part what you're going to hear now is part two. Um, mm. But um, I think it's a good part two um, with Fleur and Elle. But annoyingly, part one is gone. So we're going to call this episode part two. And part no, no. We're, part two. Wow. Um, part one. You cussed me out, but you can't get the numbers right. Oh, uh, I mean, in the previous episode, you're going to hear about my math, so it'll be all my math GCSE. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I gave her numbers, she couldn't do the numbers. Uh, there's no, no, I'd, 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 no. So, you're going to hear part two, revamped as part one, and then the part two we are going to record and will be the following episode. So, any references awesome. to this being part two and any references to part one, just know that that's dead. Yeah. Part, part one died. It's as dead as the dodo. <laughs> <laughs> okay, enjoy this episode, guys. I, I can't think of any other extinct animals. As I mean, the you know what? The, 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 the yeah, they are. They are. Yeah. They, I'm so glad those documentaries are working for you. <laughs> I'm learning. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, enjoy this episode. Bye. <laughs> how is what was your life like before, and how has it changed? since lockdown um yeah for me it's the same sort of um waking up early going to work commuting to um central and um the one thing i do not miss and i'm very grateful for is not commuting in peak hours oh yeah it's like the worst thing you could ever do and yeah so it was quite busy at least Monday to Friday, it was quite busy. And after work, I'd either um, go meet my boyfriend or like try and go gym or do something. And then weekends again, like either like do something with my boyfriend, friends, or um, like with my family and stuff. But yeah. But now, what are you doing every day during lockdown? spending time with my parents which is quite nice I do like that so I don't mind like for me it's not a problem in that sense like I know that some people have not had such an easy time um with the people that they live with where whether it's like roommates or like family members mm. but um I don't have an issue in that sense for me it's just not being able to see other people that's the issue like people that I would have normally seen on a regular basis like this is the longest I've not seen my sister since I've been born oh wow because oh, she's uh, moved out since uh, yeah. marriage hasn't she so but normally yeah. you, even after marriage is it fair to yeah, say like, that you we saw her a lot used to see each other at least once a week oh. um, once or twice a week 
we'd still see each other. So it's yeah, it's a huge change. It's been I know it's been quite hard for her, and it's been obviously quite hard for us three here as well. So mm. yeah, it's tough. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah that this kind of forced separation. I've heard. Um, both sides of what you're saying, like family spending more time than they never would have. Um, another friend um, I spoke to recently, they run several cafes and restaurants, so they're all, and it's just her and one other sibling in uni, and she, um, she was saying how they're not normally all in the house at the same time because of the different yeah. shifts and stuff, and she works in another very demanding industry as well, and she was like, yeah, like it's just weird, we're all here at the same time <laughs> and I was just yeah so I thought that was quite sweet but then at the same time I've heard again people being separated from parents and sort of yeah. you know family members so um yeah I get that I get that um Elle what about you? Mm, it definitely has changed a lot um I was used to the whole commuting to work spending all day at work then coming home sort of routine I would often like socialize in the evenings or weekends um, just meeting up with friends, doing activities together. Um, so obviously that is not happening anymore. I'm now working from home, so I kind of get more time to like have a lie-in in the morning because I don't have that commute. And then I would say the socialising has been replaced with like phone calls instead. So I feel like more connected to friends than usual in a way because okay. it makes it more conscious to like have phone calls and things and it's just so easy to organize you can do it at the last minute um and yeah just way more time is being spent at home like just i've had more time to like do some exercising at home like try different types of exercise um it doesn't necessarily have to be you don't have to be in a studio to do it like there's plenty of online classes you could be doing that's true um I guess because you feel comfortable in your own space, like no one's watching you in a way, unless you're on like a Zoom course or something, so you feel like you yourself, that's fine. And yeah, just more time just chilling and yeah, like relaxing and spending time with family, that sort of thing. Nice. So you, you, it sounds like you're saying it's more, had quite a positive change. You feel like you're actually interacting more. Um, I'm it has positive it's had a positive effect on me i feel quite lucky in that sense obviously people aren't in the best of places at the moment um but yeah i've tried to make the best of it and not like let it get down me down too much because you've got to stay as positive as you can at this time i agree with that what about you ali how's it impacted your life what was your life like before and what is it like now so life before um, what's happened, you know, I was quite active in my job and Very. I was running around. We we work in very similar industries, um, said so, yeah. so you go from being quite a busy industry and um, never sort of sitting down for long periods of time to literally nothing. It has been difficult and. I've grown accustomed to it, but my preference is to be at work. Mm. I, I didn't think I would appreciate my job as much as I do now. And it makes me quite sad. Like, there'll be times where, you know, I get up in the morning, but I can't be asked to go to work, blah, blah, blah. Mm. And now this has happened, I'm like, I should have taken those, you know, taken those days in. It's funny, isn't it? Trained. 
so many times because me and Ali have gone to a routine because we're both up quite early from like maybe 6 30 ish 7 ish in the morning like we're both like awake and we actually gone to a routine of like just voice noting each other in the morning so when you're getting ready when I'm driving into work like we were, we're both complaining like why am I awake why can't I stay in bed? And I was just like, oh, yes, I'm still in my bed. <laughs> it's it's 10.35 in the morning. I'm still in bed. But you know what? I miss that. The times when I, um, I would get up early or be with early and times where I've had to go into work where you haven't mm. and I've been up early and I'm like, I hate this because I love the routine of the fact that I'm messaging friends who are also suffering going to work at the same time to myself. Yeah. And it's just like, it's very lonely. Oh yeah, that, that was quite funny. That was quite funny because I think I woke up like 11, 12 and I saw messages from like 7am of you just going, I'm sad. Like, why is the bus empty? <laughs> <laughs> what? It's like apocalyptic. You, you don't realise like your routine and people who interact within your routine until that's gone. Because, yeah, I had to get to work um, when all this has happened. And every, you know, um, situation is different. Every sort of establishment is different. So I couldn't sort of necessarily rely on my friends being up and ready when I was. Um, and getting ready at that time when you're sort of having at least two friends messaging you during that period mm. and they're not doing that I'm like this is really sad and on the train going to work I'm like oh no one's messaging me this is really boring <laughs> and like sad yeah and you don't realise that until it's gone my goodness yeah um, but how I'm coping in general sort of I, I was about to touch it there I'm managing uh, but it's a strange situation. It's definitely something to remember. And I'm hoping it doesn't go on for too much longer. So I've got to say, like, I'm just, I miss routine. We're I miss like, socialising, but we'll see how we go. Yeah, we're one month in at this point of mm. recording. Um, with prospects and a lot of conversations saying it's at least going to be three months. So for a third of the way, third of the way there, that's kind of something to celebrate. Yay. Yeah, exactly. Yay! <laughs> I heard I a very quiet it. woo, but I don't know who it was. <laughs> <laughs> woo! <laughs> so uh, what, was that heartfelt? <laughs> was that genuine? <laughs> was that all we've got? Just a little woo. <laughs> oh, woo! <laughs> I think one thing I've really gutted about is knowing that I'm going to spend my birthday. Oh, yeah. You're one of the memes. Have you seen the video of the guy wearing a mask and he's got a cake and he's FaceTiming on his family and he uses a hairdryer to blow up the cake? I've seen that, but you know what, babe? We can do that as well for you. We will get that hairdryer ready. It's okay. Uh, Say with my niece turning five in a couple of days, like, like, she was meant to... She was meant to have a unicorn party. Is it the one that was doing the yoga? Yeah. Morning? She's my... Oh, I have one niece. I have one niece, Ali. I know I have bare cousins, but yeah, my niece... <laughs> she was doing... She was doing yoga. Was so cute. I know. That was so cute. I can't do that. That breaks my heart. And she's doing it but properly. Like, but going back to that, 
children. Like, so where I work, I do predominantly younger children. And Beautiful. it does make me sad that they're not around their friends. Yeah. And what's happening, because I, I work in a very small establishment, and we had young people who were literally the only person in their group of that age. Oh. Like, um, I, you know, we had, you know, how many? Maximum 13 young people out of 210 turned up. 13, wow. out, 13 out of 210 turns up to where I work. Because they're and children 13, of key workers and vulnerable yeah, children, right? Yeah. yeah. And that's, that's the highest number. Lowest number we've had is six. Damn. So how many staff members would be there for six kids? It, it changes. It changes. At the moment, now we we have about maybe... Um, five or six key workers okay. so five or six uh, members of staff yeah. but when we started it was about if i'm being very open and general about adults working about 13 members of staff wow. 12 children that's quite all, standard you know. yeah that's quite standard my provision well, is of... being, it's, it's a mess right now it's a mess right now. That's why we sort of um, downplayed mm. it. Not downplayed, but downsized. Oh, yeah, yeah, to suit, suit the numbers, yeah. Yeah. I think you know, um, places that, yeah, places for young people, you know, schools, nurseries, all sorts, are just kind of trying to figure out what the best approach is because there was warning of closures, but there wasn't, it wasn't, It was. I felt like it was quite last minute when it was confirmed. <laughs> and i felt like that built a lot of anxiety not in adults but a a lot in the young people it was her last minute they said said on wednesday schools are closing down you usually had thursday friday and then monday schools were closed yeah but a lot of stuff i know a lot of places a lot of provisions actually had staff members go in all staff members go in Monday, Tuesday, didn't they? Yeah, I went in on my. I went on the Monday. Yeah. Well, we've been open since Monday, but I went on the Monday. But like, you literally had two days to prep. Yeah, that that's stress, that is very stressful in terms of when you've got to think about like vulnerable children, <laughs> safeguarding issues. Mm. A lot of kids are actually much safer at school. In school, yeah. And I find it actually quite insulting that, you know, the government think it's okay. I mean, I don't want to go into it too much, but I think it's quite insulting that they think it's okay to literally announce the closure of schools two days, not even two weeks, two days before they they actually officially close. Mm. What do they think? Do they not just... I, and the reason I'm annoyed is because they do, do, do not think that, you know, there's planning arrangements, that there's so much that goes into schools. Yeah. And you think all of it can be shut down within two days. All of it can be sorted within two days. Yeah. And it's not even, and it's not even two full days, it's what, 12 to 18 hours. Yeah. That had to be arranged. And that's why I'm insulted by it. That's mm. why I'm insulted. So you think basically schools can? And I work in a smaller school. Can you imagine? Big two, ones, big ones. Three, four, yeah. 
big ones definitely sold out. Can you imagine that? And that's the last contact, that's the longest contact you'd have with young Mm. people. But that's like a whole, that's a whole other thing, because just to redirect back to how lockdown is affecting us, um, kind of just our level, because I think we could talk about, I mean, definitely I think we're going to actually touch on how society is being affected now. I think we're in a culture now where social, you know, we are relying on social media quite a lot for interactions. Um, we're seeing celebrities do lives and offer, you know, PE classes like Joe Wicks, and we're seeing, um, which are absolutely amazing, um, and just you know, celebrities doing lives and sharing recipes and workout routines. I don't think people are actually watching Chris Hemsworth to work out with him. I think they're just watching him. To be fair, but. <laughs> Um, we're in a very funny <laughs> flash is like, yes. Um I saw a meme of just um Rebel Wilson eating ice cream, just like this is me watching Quim's Hemsworth in his videos. That's true. No one's going to do his level of workout. Like at least Joe Wicks is make is making it accessible for young people. Um but yeah, we're on a culture where I think we're relying a lot on social media, but what's it gonna be like when we're let back out? Does anybody know? Like, I have, I have no idea. It won't be the same, that's for sure. I think people will start to realise that things that could be done, uh, like, that we thought we needed to be in person to do, will no longer be required. So, let's say, meetings at work, they can easily be done by video conferencing or phone call, conference calls. Um, you'll find that your workload can be done um, electronically so you might be able to work from home more often mm. and your boss might be understanding about it because they've seen that you could do it during lockdown period and you could prove to yourself that you could do it um so yeah there might be more flexible working arrangements in that sense uh, people might find that they don't need to necessarily socialize so much and they can use like <laughs> means like waste time to keep in contact with people and they might find that they've enjoyed this time to themselves so much that they want more time for themselves in the future because I think people are always lacking that time for self-care that's true actually that I felt like that was um slightly shady because I felt like I resonated with that because I think I was like I even said it openly with like my colleagues like I was like I rely a lot on interacting with other people to not be left alone with my thoughts and suddenly to be inside a lot and spending more time with myself I'm like oh actually yeah I kind of do like this whole slowing down um movement and oh that reminds me there's a there is a thing called um a twitter group called radical slowing which was recommended through the brown don't frown podcast um shout out Tanya love ya um and it was it's got loads of lovely tips um on how to take advantage of slowing down are you okay? What's got? Mm-hmm. I'm here talking very seriously, and I can just see Ali put food in her mouth. I've had enough. <laughs> I'm just done because, like, I'm eating. Yeah. I need to eat, but Fla <laughs> and Al just like pissed themselves. I was like, <laughs> well, is it to do with how you're interacting with the camera? I'm on mute. You don't need to chew like a. You don't need to chew like a camel, my friend. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, you're enjoying the food too much. I'll pass me back. I, I, it's literally crackers and cheese dip. <laughs> so that, that's another answer for Nothing fresh or nothing fun. Nothing fresh or fun. Oh, I bought so many vegetables today. I've never been so grateful to buy vegetables. My gosh. But, um... Oh, God, yeah. How have you guys found um shopping during this lockdown experience? I was just going to ask you, because you guys have been going out to shop. How are they? Um, Annoying. The Annoying. Always you know what? Out, actually, I don't want to go to shops anymore. Yeah, like, you genuinely only want to go out for a big shop. There's absolutely... Yeah, mm. really. I mean, obviously, the recommendation by the government is to not go out as often and only do a essential item, so... um, But, for example... You right there? I don't know where that. <laughs> um, for example, we've got a um like a corner shop down the road at Londis, um, and like I live with Asian parents, so their tea bags just there's never enough. There's never enough tea bags. There's never enough biscuits. So I have found myself me doing the little trips as well because I'm the least vulnerable in the house. Um, but even then they will have queues. They will have big plastic sheeting covering. The staff members, all the staff members oh, have wow. masks. Okay. Yeah, like it's intense. But today, That's for the first though. time, yeah, it was really, yeah, it's really good. They did that quite early, um, and and it's good because of of course they interact with the most people. But um, exactly, a really good thing I saw today is in Lidl. After I only queued about five ten minutes, um, there was um anti back right at the entrance when you walked in, Ooh. and spray and paint um you know. A paper, tissue paper that you could wipe the basket down with before you shopping with it nice. and I was like damn this should be like that's a really good idea like um yeah because if you're if you are caring about what you're doing when you're out and about stuff like that is like touched by a lot of people and you know yeah I thought that was absolutely brilliant what about the social distancing um with like other um customers in like shops and stuff are people actually adhering to it or at first um i don't think they did i saw a lot of like busy shops queuing people weren't like queuing two meters apart the supermarkets have started like putting like they're taping like crosses and boxes on the floor so that when you yeah so when you queue you're actually all far away and people are definitely sticking to it now um which i think is really really good that's good no, I agree, but then again, I've had um, stories of my mum was telling me today about someone who wasn't in here and just social distancing. I can't, I can't social distancing. Social, I hate this. I do phonics, but can I split myself? <laughs> social distancing rules, because I was saying, like, our parents are someone who was. <laughs> literally like inch behind her all the time and it was irking my mum and uh-uh. so you'd hope yeah exactly you have to do what they want to do they? it's kind of that sounds uh, kind of dangerous legit legit it should be that close I don't know this woman like she was just there my mum was like I don't my mum mum was to cut her out because like you don't know how people can be so like, she she don't get stabbed so it's just like yeah. Uh, my set, corona or stabbing. Mm. <laughs> do I want the Rona or do I want the knife? Oh god. I mean, knife time has gone down, but um. It has because no one's going outside. <laughs> but I I <laughs> no did. No one's outside. 
no, no, that's the thing. It's it's the other. It's another opposition, and it? it's the ops. Like now, it's now it's just the virus. Like it's not someone in a belly, and <laughs> a bloody machete in their back pocket. It's just a virus. <laughs> so, but then I did see something in the news about a stabbing, um, in the middle of the night. So, yeah, there was a stabbing somewhere in Peckham, if I'm to be corrected, and I don't know if it was fatal, but I think it was like a fifteen year old was stabbed. Um, and it's just like, bro, stay in your house. But clearly, that was organised because, Crazy. and yeah, I I can imagine in the late hours of the night, you you probably felt like they probably felt like they could go out, but it's just it's sad because hospitals are already so overrun, aren't they? Like, I've 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 definitely clapped for the NHS because I know that they're struggling, but they need more than a clap. They need money. Exactly. They need a pay rise. That's and... why I hope that people think about who they're voting for going forward and thinking about serious issues and how they can affect everyone because it's not a joke like seeing how much the NHS is struggling right now and it's you know it's this like shouldn't be the only time you're thinking about people who work for the NHS and stuff and what the NHS does for us there are so many countries where healthcare is not free and readily available like mm. it is here and to see so many people sort of dismiss that it's quite mm. crazy and mm. um, I agree wholeheartedly I mean this is example America where healthcare one incident where your health fails costs literally you know tens of thousands of pounds mm. whereas here we are fortunate to not have that and yeah I don't know what my point was um, being grateful for oh, NHS for being grateful for NHS and what's upset me or just frustrated me is the fact you have people who worked for NHS for years in this situation now they're now calling people who have retired to yeah. come and help that's people how they're on they are retired they are older They've, they asked people from the, they've asked people from the so Windrush generation as well. Yeah, exactly. So you're asking people who are likely to die from what's happening to come and help, but then you treat them like shit prior. It's, if it yeah. was me, I'd be like, you know, fuck you. Literally, as bad as it sounds, I'd be like, you know, fuck you. How dare you to ask to come and help and risk my life when you treated me like shit when I was actually doing what I needed to do? Like, nah, it's insulting. It's actually... Genuinely insulting, in my opinion. People that are in rush, they're being deported. Mm. And you're like, oh, come and help us during this pandemic. It's it's laughable, but horribly laughable, if that makes sense. It's yeah. Just, I, it, I mean, it's unbelievable. Like, so I came to help, you sent me back. Now you want me to help you again after you deported me because I, was, I wasn't, inverted commas, English, but now you want me to come and help and potentially risk my life. Mm. Not just my life, my family's life. People, you know, I should go and do all that because it's insulting. I can't deal with that sort of shit. I can't deal with it. I can't do. I can't deal with it without getting too angry. If that makes sense, I'm going to leave it there. But I find it insulting the fact they're asking people of you know the wind rush people who are retired. To come, you know, to be like, oh, you need to go and help. Nah, 
if you didn't reduce the NH- if you didn't reduce the NHS to how it is now, reduce you know cutting bursaries, X Y Z, all this sort of stuff, then this would be necessary because I consider it becoming a nurse. Hmm. But when they, I honestly I do. But when all the everything was cut, I'm like, mm, okay, I'm not sure. Maybe is that what I want to do? Because I'm not saying becoming a nurse is all about incentive, but it needs to be something that uh, encourage people to want to do it. And, and when you removed all of them, I'm like, well, it's such why? a difficult job. Like it's not simple at all. You're dealing with literally life and death scenarios every before this pandemic and so much physical and emotional stress you go through every single day 100% it's only being recognised yeah they get right now it shouldn't Mm -hmm. take a pandemic for that to be appreciated but I I think it has Um, it's a shame and people people say Politics shouldn't be brought into this virus situation. Why did I say virus like that? But but like it, it it is. It's a. It's, it, this highlights the politics of the time, and if any yeah. if anything, our class system is going to be further affected because I think on the news the other day I heard that um, Bain, Black and Asian and ethnic minorities are um, in the especially in the working class are more likely to be affected by the virus due to socioeconomic. Um, situation so it's, that's quite mad to think about mm. it like that same in america they said um people who yeah. are of lower socioeconomic backgrounds do mean black people are more likely to be affected by by it negatively it's just like okay cool with that not cool but it'd be easy i see how it is isn't it be how it be and it's just like of course they are particularly in america of course yeah. they are. And I actually have a friend who works in a hospital in America and um, she was saying how there was a patient who was positive with coronavirus and he escaped <gasps> from the hospital. Escaped? And back, I was like, what do you mean he escaped? And then, um, she had to explain, oh, well, it's probably because he couldn't afford. <gasps> yeah. yeah, it's thousands. Oh, that's... It's actually, he put a bankrupt by it. I was like, it's just, wow, it's disgusting. It's actually disgusting. Um, it's by trying to keep healthy. Ah. Can you imagine? Not one. That's the thing. We're so privileged to not relate to a situation where it's cheaper. And you to have die. to. It's cheaper to die. It's and like yeah. the fact that an Uber, an Uber is cheaper than an ambulance. Like. Uh-huh. And I've heard about how like A and E departments are like so empty these days because people are too afraid to like go to hospital and catch corona, and it just shows like how many people kind of maybe take advantage of the system and otherwise. But perhaps coronas put them off doing yeah. stuff. No, I agree 100% because we were like, oh, my, my thumb is hurting me. Let me get to hospital. It's just like. Just because you batted a fly early. It's true. It's true. I love milking it. I love milking it. I was like, ah, like, you're fine. Yeah. I'm convinced I fractured my thumb, but did I go to Amy? No. <laughs> oh, that was on my car boot, wasn't it? I remember that. Just because you can't shut it up. Hard. To the, it hurts to this day, but I might 
<laughs> oh, you martyr. Oh, but I'm dealing with it. Oh, such a strong black woman. Yes. That eats chip and dip. Oh, sorry, sorry. I can't afford chips, thanks. Oh, but going back to our topic and how lockdown has affected us. I mean, I think it's very important to. You know, we've talked about kind of the wider society and what is highlighted, but what has it highlighted within ourselves? Like, have you learnt anything about yourself during this time in lockdown? I, I've learnt a lot about myself. I think I still am trying to figure out myself. I'm like a puzzle. Um, <laughs> I'm like I'm like a code. I must be great. Um, but no, I've... I agree. I I've learned that I need structure in my life as a whole. Alright, we've lost Ali, but when she comes back, um we'll just hear what she's have to say. Have what she has to say, I've lost my words. Um and Fleur's reminded me I didn't actually answer what <laughs> I've learned about myself. Maybe that's why I'm such a puzzle to solve because I didn't want to give you the answer. You had to figure it out. But you, you didn't, so it's fine. I gave no clues. I just thought you'd figure it out. Uh, to be fair, I don't know what I've learned about myself. I think I um I know... Yeah, I've already said I'm quite reliant on social interactions to distract me. I think it's also made me realise that um all this time, I was like, oh, my life's so busy. If I had time, I would work on my fitness and I would be you know super slim and I'll be super confident and I've written that book I said I was gonna write and I've just realized that no I'm just a bit shit with that in general (laughs) like I could have all the time in the world and I'm not doing it I've only just gotten back into my drawing um follow zed underscore ctmc um buy a box or a heart and funds will half go towards a ctmc running an event in summer in london uh 2020 if we're let out another half will go to charity um but there's loads of other things that i said i would do and i'm realizing i um seriously lack motivate self-motivation i can't go to the gym every day by myself i need someone there i need someone to tell me what to do i can't tell myself to wake up at a certain time every day I did it for like a week I did do the Joe Wicks P with Joe for a week and then my my the minute the time went forward I was up at 4 5 a.m every day so I wasn't getting up for no Joe I wasn't getting up for no Joe (laughs) I wasn't getting up for me let alone Joe so (laughs) do you know what I mean so I was like oh okay but then, I, that, if anything, that kind of forced me. And my partner's really, really, he's really good. And he's so disciplined. And he can, he's been doing so well on his projects. And he's he is like a positive voice in my life. But he's also strict as fuck. Um, but he literally was just like, if you're, this is the time to do it. And I've started being able to do home workouts by myself. I've been able to really slowly but surely discipline myself but it's just not who I am it's not who I am um I'm not that I'm not that person I'm not waking up 5am for jogs I'm not I'm, I'm not gonna go against the grade of who I am but I have learned that if I make things it's almost like tricking myself I have to trick myself into that saying that it's like fun like yeah. if it's fun then I'll do it 
Um, because even with P with Joe every day, I was like, oh, you know, he's great, but not every day because that man talks nonstop. <laughs> um, he's perfect for kids, but I'm just like, how are you doing lunges and you're still talking? Like, he's just like, right, right, oh, 30 second break, shout outs, boom, okay, guys, lunge, lunge. I'm like, no, no, I just got out the other lunge. <laughs> so now you want me back in the lunge? I'm just gonna stay down. You want kicking me when I'm down? Um, so that's what I learn about myself. I think. I am a very relaxed person, but I've learned that I can trick myself into being productive. So I have to treat I have to treat myself like a child. I mean, what about Fleur? Fleur, what have you learned about yourself during lockdown and um, others? I have realised that I could never be in a long distance relationship. Because... <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> like... Oh, no. I just can't imagine doing this but choice like I just yeah I couldn't do it and I also realized I couldn't live too far away from my sister either because mm. it is quite hard and I just have to sort of keep positive and just interacting over like FaceTime and yeah and stuff too. you're quite close with your hard. sister aren't you right. yeah and because I know it's been hard on her as well, so I just sort of joke around with her to just try and cheer her up. Yeah. And not make her feel like, you know, sad and depressed. Yeah. Fleur and her sister are quite clo- close in age, but you guys, you look similar as well, and I, my favourite... <laughs> <didn't> <laughs> my favourite story is when, because I've, I've known Fleur since, was it year seven? that you came so you came late in year seven and i think i was do you know when they make kids feel important by giving them reception duty so i was i was in the reception and i saw both fleur and her sister i thought they were twins and i was like oh yeah twins and then when when fleur turned up to our cheer group and not the other one i was like where's what they do with the other one I was so confused and then like afterwards I was like oh oh, okay they're not twins (laughs) so I'm not surprised to hear that you're like super close because um yeah your sister's great um and yeah I mean yeah so anything else you've learned about yourself apart so you can't be in a long distance relationship and you can't be away from your sister that's quite sweet I think those are probably the main things I've learned over this period about myself and about other people something very very disappointing is that a lot of people I know are quite selfish and quite reckless in terms of social distancing and doing stuff that they want to not be considering how it affects the wider population and oh, it's been quite frustrating to sort of having to witness that. Ali, are you okay? Like, you whacked your head. <laughs> no, <laughs> I could just hear you breathing. I, 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 was, like, I was nodding. Oh. I realised there's no pillow there. There's you nodded. There's bed. There's bed. There's metal. Not pillow. <laughs> so you nodded so hard, Where you nearly I? knocked yourself out. Please be delicate. Um, okay, um, you, you just chill there for a bit. I'll go to you in a second. <laughs> Let's go to someone else so you can recover. Um, thank you, Fleur. So the selfishness of others, very interesting. Hmm. Um, 
so much base <laughs> to your own. <laughs> I, I am black. We have deep voices. Our octaves are lower. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you add uh, that salt base, sprinkled another. Um, <laughs> um, L, what have you learned about yourself um, during this lockdown process? Oh, pause. L, go. that last bit so it's that's so you've got a friend that helps you wake up in time for joe wicks what else we don't watch it live we kind of watch it play back on youtube so it's not like as early as that but it's still like forcing ourselves to go up and the first thing you do is exercise in the day so at least it's done um but yeah i would say um i'm not the type of person to get up early and go for a run so i'm not (laughs) going to yourself during this lockdown there like specifically about yourself
quiet or stationary situations I need to be out and doing something mm. um and based on that I think I'm gonna make more of an effort to do so after this week um I've learned that like I spent a lot of time thinking about myself and my goals etc etc and then just sort of finding out what sort of person I am, am I more docile, am I more this, am I more this, ambitious, etc, etc, etc. So it's, it's been interesting, but I think my sort of first thing is to be more busy and just get more... Projects in the pipeline? Yeah. Maybe realising certain projects and putting more effort into them. I think that's what I'm going to try to do, essentially. That's good. Sounds like we've all kind of been forced into a situation where we we have to reflect and we have to learn about ourselves because that's who we've been left with. And um, yeah. I've just got to say, you know, thank you guys for sharing personal experiences, those around us. And we probably will revisit this topic during our lockdown series because mm-hmm. this lockdown gonna be long. <laughs> I should have called it the long lockdown. God, yeah, it's gonna be long. Yeah, so maybe. Just appeared on my phone like, oh, lockdown's gonna go on for another year till they find a vaccine. A uh, year. I can't do this for. I mean, I'll have to, if no, I have to. Not for I, I will find an underground party. I basically, Great Gatsby, nineteen twenties, Prohibition era. Those parties will really. I don't have the budget, oh, but I can be. Like a nice, a nice dress and a headband. <laughs> Trust you to think about the outfits. I'm thinking about how am I gonna get the money. Of course, Actually, Leonardo DiCaprio. Can you imagine him just being like, if I can't be on a yacht, I'm gonna be Gatsby. I can be actually. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I nearly dropped and I dropped. I'll, I'll be I'll be the great Gatsby. Oh, Get that. what? <laughs> I mean, what? That's what? No, <laughs> the crank. <laughs> no. Oh good. <laughs> Fucking Daisy. Don't get me angry again about literature. But um. Uh, um but um. Thank you, ladies. Um. Unless you have any last opiniones. Yeah. Um, I've enjoyed this. Yeah, same. It's been nice. It's been good. Shall... Nice little chat. Ah. 100%. Shall we say that maybe if this lockdown is still... I mean, we're still going to do this lockdown series of podcasts anyway. But maybe in about... If this lockdown is still going on past three or four months, let's hope that... Let's say in like two months' time, we'll do another chat about how the lockdown has affected us and it'll be nice to do like a before and after almost yeah. maybe we'll be di- we'll be completely different people by then if i'm all our marbles are loose that'll make for good listening at least all right let's all say goodbye remember ctmc brand at twitter and instagram Remember, cantouchmycrown.com, click on the podcast tab and then you'll be able to listen to us on YouTube and SoundCloud. And that's it. Goodbye. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.